I'm shaking my vitals, I'm drawing my battle lines, going to war again. Feeling the rhythm inside of my chest, all I need is just a pen. I know I was born for this. I know I was born for this. Don't care for the critics, my words and my physics are force that they can't stop. They just don't get it, I think they forget I'm not done till I'm on top. I know I was born for this. I know I was born for this. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the start of your week. And what a fantastic week it's going to be. This is the fourth episode of our podcast recorded here from the Bamboo Lab. This is designed for all you strivers, thrivers, and survivors out there. I'll say it again, like I've said the last three weeks, if you believe you have reached nirvana and perfection in your life, I beg you to turn me off. I did not write this or create this material for you. This is for you out there who feel like you have a lot more to give in this world, man. You've got just more punch left in you. You feel like you've maybe been underachieving or passed up for promotions, or maybe you've been thinking about starting that business for a while, and you just need a little extra push. That's what we're designed to do. We're here for you. This is a unique uh, podcast, a special one, actually, because we're not, uh, we are doing it actually from the beautiful city of Park City, Utah, at the Stein Erickson Lodge, 8,100 feet above sea level in the Deer Valley Mountain Range. Beautiful country. We are blessed to spend five days and four nights out here in one of the most unique resorts I've ever stayed. Kelly and I have been blessed. You know, it's interesting out here. Because we have been pampered. We are not treated like kings and queens and sultans. We are treated like gods and goddesses. One phone call and somebody comes up and starts your wood fire for you if you want them. Bottles of wine, champagne, some of the most amazing food we've ever had. Now, at almost $4,000 a night for these rooms, I understand how they can afford it. (laughs) Let me share with you. A company much, much larger and much more profitable than the Bamboo Lab paid for all of this. But it wasn't just, you know, sitting back, Kelly and I have been pondering over the past few days, really what makes this place so unique. I mean, it's it's obviously it, there's beauty here. There's natural beauty that is mind-blowing and breathtaking. But at the same time, You know, the service is fantastic. I mean, but it's hard to put a finger and kind of put point down where, what separates this. And it came to me, it came to both of us Thursday night at dinner. We were eating in the lodge at one of the restaurants and Kelly ordered the lobster and I had the duck. And we were sitting having a drink and the bread came. Now, let's call it what it is, folks. Bread is bread, man. You're not going to get me too fired up on bread. I don't eat a lot of bread. And I don't really think there's a good bad bread and a bad bread. I mean, there's probably really bad and really great. But, you know, most of it's in that middle ground. There's not a whole lot of difference in breads, in my opinion. But it wasn't until I dipped my knife in the container that 
that held the butter. And I spread it on my bread. Oh, I got to tell you, man, I was knocked off my socks. I don't know what it was about the, the butter, but it was fantastic. Now, for a guy who might eat eight to 10 pieces of bread a year, and that's usually on a bratwurst or a hamburger, I probably had six or seven pieces before my duck even came. Question for you. What is your butter? There's a lot of bread out there. There's a lot of basic, boring, normal people who are simply just trying to get through life, try not to be seen, try not to be heard, who are completely living under their potential. That's not you. This is why you tune into the Bamboo Lab each week because you're not that person. You're striving to find your butter. That one quality, that one action, that one thought, that one feeling, that one uniqueness that makes you who you are. It makes you the best damn version of the person you are. Your butter. What is it? Here, here's a great example. You know, we live in a, in, a, in a capitalistic society. Thank God, knock on wood, we're still there. And in a capitalistic society, your success is determined by two things. And you learn these two things probably day one of Econ 101 in high school or college. It's supply and demand. But better way to look at supply and demand is, number one, how important your role in life is. How important is it? Whether that is a, at work or at home. Now, most jobs are very important. And most roles are very important, or they wouldn't be there to begin with. The thing is, we don't determine how important our role is. The market does. Or if we're a parent, our children determine that. The person we are providing service to determines how important our role is in life. We have no say in that. But the other aspect outside of how important your role or job is, that makes you successful is how many people can do it. Now that we have full control over. Now I'm not to say if you are a, an attorney or you are a mother or you are a contractor. I'm not saying that you can control how many people, how many, how many people out there try to do what you do. You can't control how many people pass the bar and put up a shingle. Or how many people can decide to have children? Or how many people decide to start a contracting firm? But you do control how many people can do what you do the way you do it. You're butter. You can control how good you do your job or live your role, provide your role to society or to your family. And you can do it in a way that nobody else could possibly touch you. You're just that good and unique at it. So I want you to picture a paper plate in your hand. And that paper plate is what? Eight inches diameter or something like that? I don't know. And if you were just to look at that and assume that paper plate me uh, represents everybody you ever have met or influenced in your life and anybody you ever will meet or influence in your life. 
There's a lot of people there, man. Thousands of people. If you did your role just like they did, you wouldn't be very successful at it. You sure in the hell wouldn't make any money at it. Even if that role was extremely important. If everybody else can do it, if so many people can do it just like you do it, there's no demand for it. That's not peak potential. But now if you were to take a quarter and place it in the middle of that that pie or that paper plate and drew a pen around that, circled it. Now that circle's smaller, right? That means less people are in that circle. That means your job is just as important as it ever was, but now fewer people can do it the way you do it. So therefore, you're more successful at it. You're more impactful at it, more influential, and therefore you'll make more money doing it. But you know, I think the people who do that, there's still a lot of people who do that, play at a higher level, work a little harder, work a little smarter. But what I'm talking about is if you take a pen or a pencil and you put a dot in the middle of that little circle that's inside that big circle, that dot represents your butter. That dot represents such a small amount of space on that paper plate that nobody else can do it. You're the only one standing on that dot. Nobody else can do what you do the way you do it. When you find that dot and you find your butter, man, I'll tell you, the world will await you. People will follow you. People will want to buy from you. They will listen to you. Hell, they might even worship you if that's what you choose. You know, we live in a weird time right now. And I don't like to say it's a challenging time. Can't wait to get back to the new normal. That's bullshit, man. Life's always been challenging. It's no more challenging today than it was 20 years ago or 50 years ago or 100 years ago. It's just our challenge. But we all have our specific challenges that we're going through. You know, some of you might be facing a health scare or marital problems. Maybe some of you are facing depression or anxiety or you're stressed out over work or school or a friend group. I mean, there's a numerous plethora amount of, of challenges that we face individually. But you know what? How we get through these things and who we are as we grow through these things determines every single thing about our future. History only remembers two types of people, those who soared during challenges and those who failed. Which one do you want to be? I can tell you right now, I've been through some challenges in my life. I've had three very dark moments in my life. And I can't say I'm extremely proud necessarily of how I handled every minute of those challenges. But I can tell you one thing. I have been, I've gotten stronger because of them. And I, if I was a betting man, which I say every week, I'm not. I would bet you're probably as strong or stronger than I am. This is a chance to prove it. It's a chance for you to say, okay, what is it? What is that quality that I have? What is that one extra thing I can do? That little extra push 
that I can give right now to get through this challenge I'm facing, to live in my dot, so to speak? What is your butter? You know, I've been doing coaching now for over a quarter of a century, coaching, speaking, and writing. And I've thought about these things all my life, and I thought I had my, my uniqueness clarified and quantified already. But it wasn't until I was sitting there with Kelly, and I started eating that butter, and it came to me. I really don't know my butter right now. I really don't know it. I have some ideas and I'll find, I'll figure it out soon. And I know it will make a vast difference in my life. Just like it will for you. What is your butter? What separates you from everybody else? Because I've been to a lot of restaurants. I've been to a lot of hotels. I've had the bread. I've had some butter. But I've never had this butter. You know what? And one thing I will walk away other than just, oh, more than just the memories that Kelly and I made together and the snowshoeing and the snowmobiling and the, the day at the spa, I'll remember the butter. I'll remember the Stein Erickson Lodge. And the first thing that I'll think of is the butter. Sounds a little crazy. What is your butter? One of the, on, uh, one of the days this week, we were able to spend a few hours uh, at the spa. And we both got our our massages, and I got this really cool, intense Russian-style massage. I don't know what it was, but I know the lady was out of breath when she was done with me. And then after we, we both go to our respective rooms. She goes to the ladies' room, and I go to the men's room. And what it is, it's not the room is multiple rooms of leather sofas and chairs, and a steam room and a shower, court toilets and sinks, and a, a whirlpool hot tub. Um, a sauna, I should say sauna. And then there's this one unique bath they have called the the um, the polar bath or the ice bath, I guess, ice plunge, I think is what they called it. It's just a big five foot deep bathtub. You walk down the steps and you're up to your neck in 40 degree water. And I did it three times for two minutes each sit. And then I'd go to the hot, <clears throat> excuse me, the hot tub. Then I'd go back to, to the ice bath. And, you know, when you're in water that's making you shiver and then you go to water that feels like it's boiling, you think about water, man. And I thought about this and it came to me how powerful the symbol of water can be toward today's session. Because you think about it, you know, water at 211 degrees is hot, right? It's hot water. You don't want to spill it on yourself. It can burn you. But other than that, it really doesn't do much doesn't have a lot of great qualities. But when you turn that water up one degree to 212, what does it do? That water boils. And boiling water can power a steam engine, that can power a factory, that can power a city, that can keep people alive, jobs moving forward. It can keep engines and trains going forward. One degree. That's all it takes. That one degree is the water's butter. What is yours? Because when you look at that little dot in that little circle inside of that big circle, when you get, 
when you stay on that and you live in that dot, you play in that dot, and you celebrate that one beautiful quality that's so unique to you, what happens? You grow. You begin to find your true peak identity, which was last week's topic. You begin to live at your fullest potential. Now, I don't su- suspect or suggest that anybody should get off of today's podcast and know what your butter is or what that dot looks like for you. But I will challenge you to think about it, contemplate it. My thoughts are you have played around that dot. You have almost uh, tasted that butter many times and you've given up or you went a different direction. I believe firmly that we as humans are innately designed and destined to find that butter, to live and play in that little dot where nobody else can do it the way you do it. I think we are drawn toward that magnetically. But we get scared, man. Our amygdala in our brain, as I've said before, is designed to be scared and lazy. So we get scared sometimes when we get to that point where we're almost at our peak level. And we back away. We divert. We go around. What is your butter? You know, I think that when you look at uh, just the experience that, that we've had out here so far, I started thinking about how many lessons there are in the world. You know, you tune into this podcast because you want to grow. You want to reach that peak level of your existence and find out who you are deeply inside at your highest, highest level. But we read books, we watch Ted talks, we hire coaches like myself, we go to speeches. But really, when you look at it, these lessons that determine our level of satisfaction or happiness are here around us all the time. What is that one extra degree we need to push you know, you think about in the, in the, I think it's the Daytona or the, maybe the Daytona 500. I think it's the Daytona 500 when the average Vic, I think it's either Daytona or the Indianapolis. I think it's the Daytona 500. The average margin of victory is 0.082 seconds between first place and second place. 0.082 seconds. I mean, what is it? The blink of an eye? That's how fat, how much further along or how much further ahead the lead car is, the first place winner, to the one right behind him. Yet, they make roughly $500,000 more from winning first place versus second place. Apparently, that driver knew his butter. So, I want you to think... What are the things that you can do that are just making you a little bit better? And I want you to do that this week because it's not in the thought process necessarily that you will find what your dot or your butter is. It's in the actions you take now. You know, all these roles that you play, we talked about them earlier in the session. Mother, father, financial advisor, manager, student. 
whatever they have, whatever it is, ditch digger, whatever they might be. What can you do a little bit better this week? And it's in the doing of that, it's in the doing of that, taking that action where you will determine what your butter is. If you're a parent, spend 15 minutes more a day with your child or your children. Over the course of a year, that adds up to weeks. Weeks. Think of how much impact, influence, engagement you can give that child. If you're in sales, make one additional call before you go home every night. That's 250 extra calls a year. That's a big difference. Think how much more money you'll make because of one extra call. You know, if you're a husband or a wife or a partner in life, how about one task you do every day? One thing. Put the dishes away. Something you don't normally do. A blank card you, you, you buy and, and you sign it to her or him and say how much you love her and appreciate her or respect him and, and, and love him or understand him or whatever it might be. Or how about this one? Because that one there, that last one I mentioned, those little things right there, they save marriages. And saving marriages saves families. What about not hitting the snooze button anymore? Don't even give yourself the damn option to hit that snooze button tomorrow morning or the next morning or the morning after that. That's an extra nine minutes. And you don't need nine minutes of sleep extra. It doesn't do anything for you. It throws you off all day. But you think about nine minutes a day, saved every day, given back to your life. The weeks that it will give you that you didn't have before. The little things. Doing them a little better, a little faster, a little more engaged. That extra smile you give to the person on the sidewalk holding the door for that person who seems kind of frazzled as she runs into the store. Letting a car pass you or, or to, go, to cut over in your lane because it looks like they might be in a bigger hurry than you. Little gestures. It's within those little tasks, those little actions we take during the course of the day and the week that you will begin to look at life a little bit differently, a little more observant. And it's in that observancy that you will start to find your butter. Because I don't know what it is. Hell, I don't even know mine yet. I have a pretty good idea. But it's in the doing of things a little bit better that will determine exactly how to live in that dot. You know, Patton said it best, and he said, fear, I'm sorry, courage is fear holding on one minute longer. Courage is fear holding on one minute longer. That's all this is about. You know, I'm so blessed to have you listeners, and we're growing every week at a pace I didn't expect. And it's such an encouraging for me to see people who truly want to become better every day, who want to live that true peak identity, 
that we discussed in the last session, who want to complete those goals that we talked about in session number two. Now here is where we actually do the work. So this week, I want you to think about that extra stuff you can do in the most vital roles you play in life. Think about how, what you can do, what makes you unique as you do those things. What do you notice about yourself that's different from everybody else as you're doing these small little improvements? What is your butter? For now, everybody, I appreciate each and every one of you. Each of, each of you are thrivers, strivers, and survivors. You people and people like you will change the world. I'm going to ask if you'll continue to listen in every Monday. We'll continue to develop, to deliver raw, powerful, consistent contact, content. Unscripted. And just me talking like I would talk to you over a beer. And please invite other thrivers, drivers, and survivors out there because there's a lot of them. There are a lot of them of, of us out there, people who just know they've got more and want to find out how to get it, how to grab onto that brass ring and live at the highest possible level available to them. As our intro and outro song says, we can be an army. Until next week, folks, please know that I appreciate each and every one of you tuning in. And I will continue to be here every Monday and give you everything that I have for the 30 minutes we have together. Take care. God bless. And I'll talk to you in a week. We are the broken ones who chose to stop the flame. Watch as a fire rages. Our hearts are never tame. Cause we were, cause we were, cause we were, cause we were, cause we were born for this. We were born for this. I struggle for years and through all of the tears I face the doubts I hide I never gave in to my faith deep within cause I heard my voice inside I know I was born for this I know